Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, with a smaller card on Monday, we're combining our normal podcast with our Sunday four-pack in college football. So those of you here for the college football picks, we'll get to those in four or five minutes. So sit tight. But first, let's recap the card for Sunday. It was going to happen. It was bound to happen. And it finally did happen. We had a losing day in the National Football League. So the first three weeks of the year, we went four and one against the number on the sides. Then in week four, we went three and two. And finally, we had a two and three day. So let's recap that. We cash on the Texans plus the seven. They win outright at Jacksonville. We cash on the Cardinals plus the five and a half at home. But then it got ugly from there. We played Tampa Bay minus the nine. They were up 21, nothing. But with that big number, you always fear the back door. And that's exactly what happened. And then we actually had a chance to at least get a push with a field goal at the end. But Tampa Bay converted the third down so they didn't have to kick the field goal and we didn't get the push, and we lose that game. The Panthers get crushed by the 49ers. That was a bad bet on my part. So our day hinged on the Washington Commanders, plus the two and a half. They had first and goal at the three-yard line with an opportunity to win the game and cash the bet for us. Unfortunately, on third down, Carson Wentz threw an interception and dashed our hopes of a winning day. So we go two and three once again on the sides. We had two totals on Sunday. They both went the wrong way, so we lost both of those bets. Then at the quarterback prop position, we go 0-3, so that was tough. But then we come back and we hit six out of eight at the running back and wide receiver position. So when the dust settled on the prop bets for the day, we turned profit. Not bad. Then at Major League Baseball, we played the Padres over the one and a half in the first five, and we cashed that. Had a plus 105 ticket, so that was a nice winner. On Twitter, we go one and one. You back McLaurin as a prop bet. That cashed, but then you back the Buccaneers, and we lost that bet. So that's how things went on Sunday. But now let's move on to the next, and we lead off in the National Football League. Monday Night Football. It is an old-fashioned rivalry between the Raiders and the Chiefs. So Andy Reid is 16-3 and against the Silver and Black since his arrival. In 2013. Last year, the Chiefs dominated both games 48 to 9 and 41 to 14. Since Patrick Mahomes took over the reins, the Chiefs are averaging 37 points per game against the Raiders. The Chiefs are coming off the very impressive road victory at Tampa Bay last week. Meanwhile, the Raiders are coming off their first win of the season after a tough luck start. 
Josh Jacobs proved that the Raiders can still run the football. He had 144 yards rushing last week on the ground. This week, he'll face the team giving up the fewest yards per game year-to-date on the ground. I believe the Raiders are actually a much better team than their record. I like their weapons on offense. This is a revenge spot against a rival. I'm going to grab the plus four and a half in the first half at a minus 120 on the Raiders. Once again, we're on Las Vegas over Kansas City in the first half at a plus four and a half. Next up, two prop bets here for you. I'm all in on Devontae Adams tonight. So it's Devontae Adams over 76 and a half yards receiving at a minus 115. So here's the stat line for number one wide receivers the last three weeks against the Chiefs. Mike Evans, eight catches and 113 yards. Michael Pittman, eight catches and 72 yards. Mike Williams, eight catches and 113 yards. So over six and a half catches is also on my radar, but I'm going to play the yards. Adams has had two games this year, over 100 yards receiving, but he also put up a disappointing 12-yard and 36-yard effort. He's averaging almost 12 targets per game, so the volume should be there for him tonight. So once again, I'm going to take Adams over the 76 and a half yards receiving at the minus 115. And then we're going to play Devontae Adams' longest reception over 23 and a half yards at a minus 110. So last year with the Packers, Adams had 10 games with a long over 30 yards, only one so far this season. I think that changes tonight. Those other number one wide receivers that we mentioned, they all went over this number against the Chiefs. So once again, we're going to play Adams' longest reception over 23 and a half yards, weighted at a minus 110. Next up on the card, let's get to our Sunday college football four-pack. So year-to-day on the four-pack, we are 15-13. and That's 53.6%. Eking out some profit still, $63.65. Overall in college football, believe it or not, we've already made 119 bets, and we're up $218.08. So we need to turn some profit this week. Otherwise, the juice is finally going to eat up the bankroll. So we lead off in the Big Ten. It is Minnesota minus the three and a half at the fight in the line eye of Illinois. So Illinois is five and one. They're riding high after a very boring nine to six win over Iowa on the heels of that pounding they put on Wisconsin the week prior. The question this week is who will play for Illinois? Starting quarterback Tommy DeVito, the Syracuse transfer, left with an injury along with a starting D-back, a pair of wide receivers, and a tight end. Yeah, the line I are dinged up going into this one. Meanwhile, Minnesota has had two weeks to prepare for this game coming off their disappointing homecoming loss to Purdue. They should have their starting running back healthy and back in the lineup this week, and they have revenge on their mind after losing to Illinois last year at home as a 14-point favorite. So I'm going to back the Golden Gophers on the road in this one, minus the three and a half at Illinois. Next up on the card, we stay in the Big Ten. It is Penn State plus the seven at Michigan. So last year, Penn State started 5-0. and They moved to number four in the rankings and then lost by three at then number three, Iowa. They went on to lose six of their last eight games, including a four-point loss to Michigan. This year, Penn State enters the game ranked at number 10. Michigan enters the game ranked at number five. Neither team was overly impressive in the game leading up to this one. Michigan was tied with Indiana at halftime last week. Meanwhile, Penn State was in a 14-7 game in the fourth quarter against lowly Northwestern. Michigan's past defense numbers look really good until you peel it back a level and see that they've faced four 
of the bottom 20 offenses in the country, including Iowa, Hawaii, Yukon, and Colorado State. Penn State has had two weeks to prepare for this game, so that gives them an edge. I think this should be a final possession type of game, so grabbing a TD seems like the right thing to do. I'm going to play Penn State plus the seven at the big house at Michigan. Next up on the card, we go to the ACC and one of the greatest rivalries in all of college basketball, but it's on the gridiron this time. It is North Carolina minus the six at Duke. So after losing to Notre Dame, something crazy has happened. We're seeing a significant improvement on the defensive side of the ball for the Tar Heels. North Carolina held Virginia Tech to only 273 yards of total offense, and then they struggled against Miami in the air, but they did hold the Hurricane offense to only 1.8 yards per carry on the ground last week. Duke is 4-2 and two this season. They kept it within eight at Kansas, crushed Virginia by 21. Then last week, somehow, they lost to Georgia Tech in overtime. So Duke has the revenge angle. They've lost three consecutive games in this series, including 38-7 to seven last year. Mac Brown on the North Carolina sideline, he's actually won 11 straight as the head coach for the victory bell against Duke. Hopefully Mac can avoid the annual Miami letdown. North Carolina has lost the game following a win over Miami in each of the last three years. I can make a stronger case for Duke in this game, but I just don't think they'll be able to stop North Carolina's offense. That's averaging over 42 points per game. I'm going to lay the six with the heels at Duke. Next up on the card, we go off the radar a little bit to the Sun Belt. We're taking Georgia Southern plus the 10 over James Madison. So I've bet on the Dukes of JMU several times this year, but laying 10 on the road at Georgia Southern seems a little too much to me. JMU is probably the best team in the state. I won't argue that. They beat App State on the road by four, and they've pounded everyone else on their schedule by 20 or more. These two teams met eight times as FCS powers. Georgia Southern actually won seven of the eight meetings. Clay Helton's Eagles are most famous this year for putting the final nail in the coffin for Scott Frost at Nebraska when they pulled off the upset. The Eagles are 0-2 in the Sun Belt. Newcomer JMU is 3-0, and they're ranked. The Eagles will have no trouble getting up for this one. The Dukes are now the hunted. I'm going to grab the 10 points with Georgia Southern at home over James Madison. So let's recap your card for the Monday and the Sunday four-pack. So in the National Football League, in the first half, we're on the Raiders plus the four and a half over the Chiefs at a minus 120. A prop bet, we're on Devontae Adams over 76 and a half yards receiving at the minus 115. Another prop bet, we're on Devontae Adams, longest reception over 23 and a half yards at the minus 110. Then your Sunday college football four-pack, we're on Minnesota minus the three and a half at Illinois. We're on Penn State plus the seven at Michigan. We're on North Carolina, minus the six at Duke. And we're on Georgia Southern, plus the 10 over James Madison. So that's your card for a Monday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.